Hello, everybody, and welcome back to All Things Medical Assistant. I am your host, Santino Teas, for this podcast. First and foremost, I want to thank everybody for uh, sticking around and continuing to listen to what I have to hear. And all those that decide to come back, all you international listeners, love you. Thank you very much. I still see all. Uh, I see the geographic areas uh, growing. Um, you know, every now and then there's a new area uh, overseas that joins in. Thank you very much. I really appreciate that. You know, and continue to listen, please. Uh, hopefully, uh, I'm striking a chord or making some sense with uh, with people out there. Not just of those in the healthcare field, uh, but you know that aren't in the healthcare field as well. That can you know take what I you know what I have to say and apply it to their profession or their life or or however it is. Um, I want to give a shout out to a gentleman by the name of Zach. Uh, he actually reached us through AllThingsMedicalAssistant.com. And uh, thank you, Zach, for reaching out. He is a medical assistant as well here locally. And so uh, Zach will be a guest on All Things Medical Assistant next week. So you have to make sure you, you, you tune in and listen to what Zach has to say and the things I might ask him. And Why is this so important? Number one, because this is the first guest that All Things Medical Assistant will have. And, um, you know, he's also a medical assistant. So I'm, I'm really excited to hear and to learn and to know and to take in, you know, absorb his, 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 his perspective, his, his opinions, his statements. And so I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be a great show. So make sure you um, listen for next week uh, for the new um, upload on Friday, no later than Saturday. Okay. I appreciate it. All right. So let's get started. So. Again, it's been a bit since I've uh, uploaded, and I know I was trying to upload weekly, though, as I take things from work or situations or just the things that happen to me at work on a daily basis to use as a subject, sometimes it just gets a little, like as I was saying before in the previous episodes, a little monotonous because it's, it's a lot of the same work. It's repetitious. Don't get me wrong. It's good work. Working in urgent care, there's nothing repetitious about it. Every case is the same. You know, you do have those that are you know, standard, and you have those that come in and you just got to think on your feet. And as a medical assistant in urgent care, see what I've, I've been in emergency medicine, I was thinking now, totally, it's about 30 years now, you know. And when I think about an urgent care setting, you know, obviously, you know, when, when people hear urgent care, they think one of two things. It's an extension of primary care medicine, and let's go down there and, you know, see if we can get, you know, medications filled, which is you know, inappropriate, we don't do that, or two, it's an ER, I mean, we've had individuals show up, collapse at the front door, uh, we've had, uh, and you know, active MIs walk in, we've had to transport out, it's an exciting place, and the clinic that I work in, um, geo-regionally, in, uh, in the city that I work in, we, you know, we have a high homeless population, we have a high um, you know, geriatric population. We have a pretty median um, younger, you know, younger crowd as well. So it's it's a mix of everybody. I mean, the other half of the building is all primary care medicine. So you know, we see a lot, and and hence, you know, a lot of people thinking urgent care is an extension of primary care because primary care will sometimes just you know load off on on um, on urgent care, which is fine as long as the patient's you know taken care of, you know. And then, you know, as well, working with a great team, you know, I've got the front desk, I've got the lab guys there, you know, the PSRs, everybody's great, you know. As a matter of fact, this week we were just recognized for um, receiving the CARES Award, and you know, it, it, 
basically it's an award that says, you know, well, we care and, you know, we do, I guess we're doing something right. But, you know, this past week, something pretty significant happened. You know, there was a verdict rendered um, in the case of Derek Chauvin. Hopefully, I don't know if I pronounced the last name right, but, you know, the former Minneapolis police officer found guilty in all three um, charges. You know, that was a significant. That's significant. You know, and, and everybody has their interpretation, their their, their perception, or, or their... However, they when they hear the word interpretation, they think of it different ways. You know, those that are those that were for, for George Floyd and supportive, you know, their their perception of, of of what happened was good, and those that were against it, though, you know, though their perception was bad. Those in the middle just want to stay out of it. So obviously, everybody's entitled. But you know, there is one one grassroots thing here is is that fundamentally, you know, what's wrong is wrong. You have to call it out. You can't sit there and say or try and split the hair or try and gray line it and, and try and justify a situation because it's just not it's just not right. You know, I mean, all, all, I think this happens to everybody, whether you're the one that perpetrates it or you're perpetrated against, you know, we communicate with people every day. People communicate with us. There are people that are of deceptive mentality, of criminal mentality, you know, and there are people of. I guess you can say organized mentality or organized thought or, you know, there are those that are of impressionable mentality, impressionable thought, and there are those that are just straight gullible, you know, and just don't know where to go. So I had mentioned in a previous podcast about when all this first started, you know, or um, when all the riots and everything started, how how it affects me at work as a medical assistant, you know, because I do work and some of my closest workers um, my co-workers at work are are black. I mean, one is uh, I'm very close to, and we we trust each other. We confide in each other, and she's black, and she's a smart girl. You know, I work with another one who's a very beautiful woman, and she's got a great heart and mind. And I work with others that are strong women, and so yeah. So you know, when all this happened, it really did make me uneasy. It did put me you know, on edge, it did have me tensed up because, you know, these, you know, the, the the black community is obviously on edge. They're obviously upset. They want answers. They want action. They want things done. I mean, I mean, look, look at where everything was. You got the riots, you've got, you know, death threats, you've got all kinds of stuff going on. And, and this is all because of a community of people that couldn't get their message across you know, we matter, you know, black lives matter, our lives matter, my life matters, my freedom matters, you know, my right to be approached and to be processed and to react as anybody else would is mine too, you know, just because you might be of of a different background or of a different ethnicity doesn't give you the right. And, you know, that should be for any, that should be for any interaction between any ethnicity, anywhere, you know, but I will say it's pretty freaky, it's pretty, pretty scary. Um, and I'm not blaming any, you know, past administration here, but it is really, really crazy how through all of this, we've been able to actually see the systemic racism come out. Meaning, you know, when you're walking down the street with that friend of yours, whether he's white or let, let's say white, because that's been the biz, that's been the, the basis of everything, you know. 
crimes perpetrated against blacks by whites. And, you know, me being Hispanic, Latino, you know, Spanish heritage, you know, many see me. I've been called, you know, spick. I've been called wetback, mojado, you know, regreseta a tu país, you know, go back to your country. I've heard it all as well, you know. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's pretty pretty shitty you know to be made felt that way especially when you're somebody that's educated or someone that has or someone that has you know a value in life even if you're not educated you know you have value but what I'm trying to say is you as a person who feels who connects mentally and emotionally you know and reactively you know deserve just the best as much attention and care and appreciation and careful approach as anybody else, you know, and and it's it's just it's just been crazy how, like I said, back to my my example, you know, you could be walking down the street with your with your white friend, right? Let's say that, like me as a Hispanic, I could, and now all of this is that has come out. All of a sudden, now, you know, this white friend of mine might come out with, uh, you know, with some kind of a comment. He might know me for five years. We might have worked together for a long time. And, and he sees me as an educated guy and a fairly, you know, stable individual. And he makes a comment like, yeah, that's just too bad what happened to that cop, you know. Or he might make a comment that, well, I just don't think it was right. Or they were too harsh on him. Or that city's just overreacting. So what does that tell me? That tells me that somewhere, you know, in that psyche there, somewhere, you know, in that in that baseline of, of ethics there there's that sense of you know racism sense of hate for people for something for an idea for whatever it is that shouldn't be there and that's the scary thing is that there's people walking this earth people walking your city people walking your community people in your neighborhood that probably feel like this i could feel like this i'm not saying that they are but it's scary to think that the people you used to walk down the street with and felt safe with, now, you know, they'll make a comment and you look at them like, ah, so that's what you're really thinking. You guys understand what I'm saying? So it's just, you know, it's just interesting to to think that 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 would be out there, you know, and and, and it really goes to show you never know who you really think you know. I mean, I'm not talking about married couples, boyfriend, girlfriends, or whatever. All that becomes apparent sooner or later. What I'm talking about is when you're when you're within your own community and, and I've said this before you know being a good steward of your community like when all this corona stuff happened people went crazy toilet paper off the shelves you know height um, Purell off the shelves people are not good stewards of their community anymore people are not good stewards to anybody anymore people are only selfish stewards to themselves is what I've seen you know the only people that I continue to see that go out of their way to help others is those that I work with fire police uh, medical, hospitals, the clinics, even those in the grocery stores, baggers and stuff. Yeah, a lot of them might be there because they need a paycheck. But you know what? You know, they, they choose to go and be out during this time, you know, and, and and life has moved on. It's been over a year since this whole thing happened. And and it's like we're still stuck. It's like, I don't know, we're, we're, a, year, we're a year later, but we, we regressed, we've regressed like 30 to 50 years. It's just... It, it just that just goes to show the power of ignorance, you know, of a people. But anyways, you know, yeah. So to sit there and think that, 
you know, you, the, the people in the community, <clears throat> excuse me, you once lived amongst might think or feel the same way. And it puts you on edge, you know. You have a family. I have, you know, I have my, my daughter and everything going on. So, you know, how was one supposed to react? You know, through all this time at work, it's always been a conversation, obviously. You know, if not every day, at least every other day. About, um, hold on, take a sip of my coffee. Ran out of creamer, so I'm drinking it, you know, straight. Yeah, hold on. Oh, God. So... Um, you know, the conversation is always there every day. Something always new is happening. You know, some city is always, something's going on somewhere, you know. And so the conversation's there every day. And <clears throat> people have this conversation. And if you're going to be in that ring, if you're going to be in that area, you might be asked your opinion. You might be looked upon to offer, you know, a, 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 a guess, the, a, a, what, what's that term word? Um, uh, Guestuated or whatever opinion you know or at least you got to be smart you know because now i've never seen the english vocabulary set off such violence as i have this past year you know it's just been it's, it's just been amazing and i really wish people out there would really take time to sit back and think about what it is they have to say you know i wish people would really stop and think okay i'm in a situation i'm in an area i have these people around me i have You know, I have this race near me. I need to be careful with what it is that I have to say. You know, those in the medical field are pretty much, you know, pros at that because, you know, we deal with diversity obviously every day. And so we we tend to, you know, we we, we need to know, we need to learn if we don't. uh, We need to be aware and cognizant of the different ethnicities and races. I mean, we've got everything, you know, Somali, um, uh, you know, everything around here that's, <clears throat> that there's just it's just a melting pot here and like everywhere else too you know so we need to we, we need to keep that in mind that you know just because you're, you're in a clinic or whatever you know if you're removed from a clinic you as an individual or a citizen within your community more now than ever we need to remember where we are you know and and among and, and amongst whom we are in the sense where we need to we need to respect we need to be aware of our surroundings we need to respect we need to understand now we don't have to assimilate we don't have to you know sit there and 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 be as they are <clears throat> just like i would hope that they would understand that you know that 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 we that we don't have to you know be them but you know just like they have to respect us like we have to respect them you know sometimes in the, in the medical field you have to give in a little or actually way too much you know it's like in the medical field you've got to and in all those in, um, in in people service, you have to put yourself way out on a limb for someone of different ethnicity. I mean, I've had people from other countries um, who sit there and, you know, and they have a different culture. They act different. They react different. You know, some cultures, you do not speak directly to the wife. The husband answers for her. Or, you know, some women um, aren't even allowed to be in a room alone with a man. You know, they, they ask for a female uh, practitioner or nurse or medical assistant, you know. And that's fine. Everybody's got their own thing, you know. Just like I got my own favorite food, people have got their own favorite whatever, you know. And and the U.S. has lost its 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 backbone. I was about to say something bad, but it's lost its backbone because you know we, in my opinion, we've. I'll just say this: I think we've gone too far, bending our back, bending backwards too far for, you know, the. 
putting ourselves at at risk and and having to place ourselves out of our you know comfort zone but anyways you know i'll talk about that another time um but anyway so we need to be aware of where we're at you know especially right now you know not that i think that this is ever going to go away i don't think that this is ever going to become easier but i think in the future we're gonna have to learn how to better manage ourselves as as people you know because you know, like the, you know, the black community—they're—they're—they're hypersensed, you know, and rightfully so. They're on edge, and rightfully so. And so, you know, they're going to react in a way that they perceive as threat. Now, obviously, there's going to be some really bad apples. Those that are just going to react ridiculous and do things, just like there's been all these shootings and perpetrated by white men or you know Hispanics. You know, there's there's always those in every in, in every ethnicity. Um, it's 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 everywhere it's not just one it's not one more than the other it's everywhere you know but you know we 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 need to be cognizant of that you know just like we want people to be cognizant of our of our individuality and our thoughts and and, and our emotions so we must of everybody else you know so how has this been affecting me as a medical assistant well as i was saying you know <clears throat> those uh, that I work with that are that are black, you know, they're they're relieved, you know, they're happy, they've opened up, they're talking again, you know, they they they're starting to feel that sense of faith being re you know reinst you know reinstilled, reinstated, however you want to look at it, you know, and and what I'm looking forward to now is when the black community does come in for treatment, that they won't you know see me as a threat if they ever did before. I'm a pretty nice guy. Well, I am a nice guy, you know, and I think that shows through in my bedside manner and my care, which I hope it does for everybody else, you know. So, excuse me, I think we can really take a huge, huge lesson from this, you know, being a medical assistant in a world of multiple generational and ideological, you know, ethnicity, societies, communities, and everything, you know, we in the medical field, people service, are in a very, 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 you know, very crazy position to uh, be witness to all these behaviors and characters that we come in touch with on a daily basis that a lot of people don't even have never even in all their lives been you know pervious to but you know i you know i okay so i'll be honest you know not that i was ignorant but i was you know i wasn't as as attentive as i thought i was thinking that life goes on as it does but after everything that's gone on and the way things are being, you know, the way things are being, you know, presented and how things are being approached and everything, I'm really, really starting to believe, and I'm no conspiracy theorist, even though Bigfoot is out there, aliens do exist, and ghosts are for real. Um, I just don't, you know, how can I say this? Well, all right. So I just think we need to just be good people to each other. Just be really good to each other, you know? If you're someone that has an issue with another race, if you're someone that has an issue with the population, you know, you need to remember this, okay? Now, this is why I say America's lost its backbone, you know? You need to remember this. <clears throat> you're one in a group of many. You need to be careful. Because when you're in one in a group of many and you perpetrate wrongfully, there's going to be a reaction. Don't be stupid. You know, you're not invincible. A lot of these people out there with these mass shootings and all that, they're cowards. Cowards cowards now you know you can't blame everything on mental illness because that's just a scapegoat that is stupid now obviously there are those that do have true uh, mental issues that they cannot control but 
you know, when you let's say, <clears throat> when I think of somebody that has uh, debilitating, let's, let's say, schizophrenia or whatever, you don't hear about that. You know, that person going around shooting people. My impression is the people that you know we see arrested for these shootings. I don't, I don't hear anything on the news about any kind of a alter mental status or some kind of a mental disability. From what I understand, from what I see, they end up, you know, competent to stand trial. So for us to sit there and say, oh, it's the mental health issues, that's ignorant. That's as ignorant as the statement you just made. And that shows your ignorance as well. So again, how does this affect my life as a medical assistant? Well, you know, I have to be out there my best. I have to provide the best non-negligent care that I can. And I deserve as well as the, as the healthcare provider to feel safe with whoever it is I'm in the room with. The other day I was in the room with a guy with, with like I said, schizophrenia and um, multiple personality disorder and everything. I mean, he was talking, I don't know, two other people were in there. You know, he, he was playing with a knife, and but I did what I had to do. And I figured, well, you know, this is where my life ends at least, you know, at least they can, at least they can clean it up. But anyways... You know, we, we shouldn't be so afraid. We shouldn't be so afraid to be the right person. We shouldn't be so afraid to do the right thing. It is so easy to take the path of least resistance, which is ignorance, and just be ridiculous and very, you know, demeaning about it and move on, than being responsible and taking in that approach and taking in that presentation of other people that come our way, that look our way. And those that even tend to have something to say and argue and, and debate and all that, respect that view and debate. Because when you want to speak when you want to speak and debate, you expect that respect? Well, you know what, son? You better give that respect back too. There ain't nobody in this world, whether you're white, whether you're black, whether you're brown, whether you're Asian, whether you're Philip, whatever. <clears throat> nobody is above the other. Not even back in the times when certain sects thought that they were above the other. No. No matter what sect you come from, one is not above the other. Well, let's look at it this way. It might have passed, it might have happened back in the day because there was so much oppression religious-wise. But now, uh, uh-uh. people are educated, people are strong, people are reactive, people will defend, people will fight. So if you so if you're as the if you as the ignorant individual go out there trying to prove a point that just is you know racist or ignorant. You better be ready for a response. Be ready for a response. So if anybody out there that's listening, and that sounds like you, if you think, you know, you're better than everybody else, you know, maybe you have money. Fine, you have finances. Then get on your boat, get out of there and be happy. Leave everybody else alone. Or what you can do is, if you've got that money, use it to do good in the community. Donate it or use it to buy somebody's shoes. Do something good with it, you know. So yeah, so that's how it affects my life as a medical assistant, you know, finally coming around, finally seeing some, you know, some relaxation, finally seeing some, some, some hope, you know, I think we've turned that corner. The thing is that since we've turned that corner, there's been just a lot of ugly things happening and they need to stop. They need to stop. You know, as I said. You know, you might be a neurosurgeon. You might be millionaire. You might own this, might own that. You might be uh, a child of 18 or an adult of 18 or a child of 16 and already have so many cars, you know. 
it doesn't make you better. It makes you materialistically more, you know, adept and, and lucky, but it doesn't make you a better person, sorry to tell you. So as you go out there acting like you're a better person, you're all by yourself, you're in the world alone. So I hope you remember that, okay? All right, Santino Teas, All Things Medical Assistant. Again, shout out to Zach, um, medical assistant. He will be a um, guest next week on All Things Medical Assistant. And uh, go ahead and do what he did. It was, it's great. It, it, it works. Go to allthingsmedicalassistant.com. That is the blog for allthingsmedicalassistant.com. There you can find the episodes. And I know i got to work on the website. There's a lot of stuff I have to upload. But there you're gonna, you can find all your episodes and uh, some recordings, uh, you know, some YouTube uh, video recordings. And you can leave a message, send a message. And come on, you know, let's, let's, uh, let, let's get you on, um, on, on the podcast. As well, you can also find me at anchor.fm. There you can send me a voice message and um, we'll get back to you, okay? All right, guys, you know, just be good to each other, you know, and if you don't have that capacity or capability to be good, just stay out of the way, you know, go about your business, go somewhere else, you know, or go hang out with your crowd. Uh, go hang out with the people that think just like you. At least you all can be in agreement about whatever, you know, uh, irrational thought process you have. But anyways... All right, guys, uh, please take care of each other. Please be good stewards. Please stay healthy. And remember, all the mask mandates and everything going on, it's not an attack. It's not to make you or to tell you what to do. It's in the best public, It's in the best interest of public health. The sooner we can get on board with each other, the sooner we can get over this and really get on with life as normal as possible, okay? And please, this Asian hate stuff, quit being insecure. Quit being a coward, all right? Be a good boy. Be a big girl. Put on your big boy, big girl pants and understand that, you know what? Okay, this has happened. It's not their fault. You know what? And if you've got issues, you deal with it yourself, okay? All right, guys. Have a good day and uh, till next week.